book. More airy, more light, more a mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome to another week of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spassy Spassy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. Now, our beautiful podcast people, we are coming off the back of, or in the middle of, a long weekend. Uh, look, I would ask you how your weekends were, but you were with me partying, <laughs> weren't you? Rare occasion that all three of us get to let down our hair together. And it's also like very exciting for people to be in the same room as obviously good. I think. <laughs> um, someone, your someone, own <laughs> shot. Oh, dear no, Lord. Bella, back me up. Did someone come over to us and say, "Is that the sweet Libby?" Yeah, look, there was a lot of threat happening over her. Yeah, like, see, people see Bella and I rolling around together. You to be there to complete the trifecta. <laughs> they is, freak out. Yeah, it's a bit of a novelty. I know, but I also feel like we need to give context to listeners. These are some of your best friends. So, of course. They are, they are, they are. They are. <laughs> they're, yes. not, they're not randoms. They're just your best friends who are excited to see me. Like, it's not particularly anything <laughs> that iconic. But anyway, hey, still feels good. Take the fame. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, essentially, we were all together because my sister and I throw every year a Hottest 100 party. Which pretty is iconic. Pretty <laughs> iconic. It just, you know, one year we decided to do it and now... People ask us now when we're throwing it. You know, we decided we didn't want to do it one year, and they said, "Is it happening?" You know, people, you got to have it. You got to, you got to, got to give the people what they want. <laughs> you really do. Um, so look, a lot went down. It was very COVID safe. What? Well, outdoors? Very COVID safe. Outdoors in a park. In a park. We did really want to play the number one for you, but copyright issues, we can't. So we thought we'd sing it. Okay. Did we think that? Oh, Libby didn't think that. I think Bella and I want to do it, though. This is when Uh, you say yes. You just have to say yes. So you didn't do a live sing-along? Yes. So for those that were listening, Heat Waves by Glass Animals obviously came number one. We'll just go to the chorus for you. Mm, mm. Mm. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late nights in the middle of June. Heat Waves been picking me up. Can make you happier now. Well, okay, I'm going to stop you there. (laughs) And then we repeat the bridge. Repeat the bridge? Um, no. <laughs> so why did we decide with Triple J all of a sudden and we thought that we'd just um, do the countdown again? This is Triple J's. Hottest <laughs> 100. Coming in at number one. Oh, Heat waves. No, my favourite part about that whole day was B had been stretching for the WAP all day. Oh, guys, I feel like I need to take a picture of my knees and post them on Instagram. I am. I actually have carpet burn. And if you have no idea what they're talking about, obviously there's this, the song called The WAP and there's a specific dance to it i'm um, sorry if, if you, you have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> did you live through 2020 look not everyone is as obsessed with social media as you are so <laughs> mate wet ass pussy can we say pussy on it anyway the actual story of that was that these two performed in front of all our friends and I happened to somehow be in the bathroom for that one moment. Lily we took were, a bathroom break. We seriously, like, we didn't even realise she didn't see until the end. I actually uh, was trying to get out of the performance, but. Yeah, was- and there was nowhere I wasn't performing because, like I said, I'd, I'd practised the whole of the day before. I was sweaty. Guys, we're in a heat wave, so I was practising in a heat wave in my apartment. My knees are bruised. I also didn't realise that it is so much work for probably 10 seconds of your life. When I said to Prudence, what did you think? She was like, look, it was over really quickly. <laughs> I was like, it was over for you really quickly. 
I've never given so much dedication to something in my life. Imagine the things I could do if I put that much time and energy into stuff. This is why I recommend you learn it straight at the start when it starts to become a trend. So then you can pull it out every weekend while it's still hot. You did. You had had a really good run. Yep. As soon as it came out, I learned the dance. I spent two hours doing it. I was like, sweet. I'm easy. Every party I go to in 2020, I'll be ready. B, you took till the end of the year to learn it. Not the end of the year. The new year. It's 2021. (laughs) I took till a whole another year to learn it. Almost a year ago. This is how slow I am on trends. You are so late at jumping on trends. Now, speaking of trends or what's trending, give us some talk of the town this week, B. If you're joining us for the first time, talk of the town is the part of the podcast where we discuss what's hot off the pass in food this week. Now, what is trending this week is there's been a lot of like, how do I say, commotion, stir, Pigeons talking in the wind about <laughs> Neil Perry leaving the restaurant business, essentially. Yeah. Which is absolutely not happening. He's actually doing the opposite. He is for the first time in his 40-year career going out on his own. And in about May, June this year, we'll be opening his own solo restaurant in Double Bay. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. So if you are familiar with Neil Perry, he's kind of like the restaurant tycoon behind the Rockpool Dining Group. Yeah. But he has been like a shareholder or been... Of so many different places. Yeah, and he's owned so many places with other people. So this is the first one that's actually gone and is backing it himself. That's so interesting because, yeah, earlier or sort of late last year, I suppose, he announced his – and he called it his retirement from the industry. Yeah. You know, announced retirement and retirement from these big restaurants. So it's funny that he sort of probably had – Two minutes of lying down. Probably, yeah, he probably had an nah. oh shit moment and was like, actually, I'm I like- super rich. I should just open something in Double Bay with all my money. <laughs> I also feel like people who are wired like that, it's really hard for them to do nothing. That's what I was thinking. I think that he would just be like, so I can't true. clock off. Yeah. yeah, like clock off when you're 80. <laughs> so like, you're dead. Seven. We're an aging population. He'll be alive for 120. Well, I absolutely can't wait to see what that is. Yeah, so, I mean, he's keeping it quite under wraps. There's no name yet. He said it's definitely not going to be a meat focus. It's more of a plant-based thing Ooh, with salads. Okay. Great. So, look, it's going to be double base. So yeah. I'm sure it'll be bougie AF and a good vibe. Cannot Excited. wait. We'll be there. Indeed, we will. Speaking of being there, we have also just gone somewhere that is quite new, ladies. Whereabouts did we head to this week? This week, we hustled our way to Oxford Street, where we introduced ourselves to a building that will most likely see our faces again. With a bright yellow exterior, the building itself is rather hard to miss. Not to mention, I swear you can actually smell the Chinese-Malaysian-inspired cooking from across the road. Now, try not to let the word cafe being in the name confuse you. It's not limited to just that. It's a restaurant, a bar, and a space full of vibes. It's only been a few hot minutes since the Chippendale nightclub Frida's shut their doors after a fun nine years. And now, much like the original venue, Cafe Frida has an emphasis on expression, art, and music, which if you know us here at the OG headquarters, they are three things we absolutely love. Owner David Abram cut the ribbon to this fun and funky place on New Year's Eve night, and now it's open for us all to enjoy. And did we enjoy? We did indeed, but... Oh, Libby is shaking her head. No, I actually, I know this is not normally the order that we talk it in, but in your intro, you talked about it being a, a sort of Chinese Malay. Is that what you said when you were yeah, just... Chinese Malaysian inspired. And so to me, on hearing this for the first time, I, I'm quite shocked. Oh, absolutely. I feel like there is a, a lot we actually do need to cover before we get to the food. I know. Yeah. Okay, fair. Okay, no, no, fair. No, 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 but I agree with you in the sense that I would not have called it that cuisine. 
at all. And okay, now it sounds like I made it up in the... No, 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 no. <laughs> I just, you know, when we were discussing it earlier, I put it as modern Australian with a side of hipster. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> is there a chef in there that's... Yeah, so the head chef is actually Chinese-Malaysian, so her heritage comes into the cooking. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Sort of makes sense, I suppose. But I mean, not from but what it doesn't I... make sense because I don't think anything on that menu really screamed Chinese-Malaysian heritage. No. No. And and the decor, not one bit? No, it was very much Frida's decor and I think they have used some of the interior pieces from the old Frida's. So if you're not familiar with the venue, essentially Frida's used to be a nightclub come art gallery in Chippendale down this quirky little alleyway that you kind of ended up at very late at night. Yeah, right. Mm. Um, and essentially, obviously, due to COVID, it has suffered a lot. Frida's shut down. And then within three weeks, Cafe Frida's popped up in Taylor Square in this amazing location. And you can see it from every angle and it's extremely inviting to the eye. I mean, it's funny that you said three weeks, though, because... As in what? So, quick turnaround? Well, it just explains a lot about our experience. Oh, yeah. yes. So you walk us through how we were trying to get out yeah okay so i walk past this place pretty much every day on the way home from work and i'd walked i'd seen it sort of like coming to life and i walked past it maybe the third or fourth or whatever of um january and was like guys we have to go here this looks like such a vibe like it's such a cool vibe and the girls were kind of like oh yeah okay cool yeah let's do it let's try and book b tries to call no luck I try an email, no luck. I go into the venue and I'm like, hey, are we right to make a booking for this Thursday? He was sort of like, um, I'm not sure. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you're not sure? I'm here right now. And then eventually it took us till like a week later till they finally replied to your email that you sent. Yeah, no, and then, no, there was a time as well when you an email and then they post on their Instagram, guys, come in, we're open for tonight for bookings. And it's like, <laughs> are you? Because we tried to book. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they finally replied to my email and we finally got there. Yes. I mean, and even saying that, it felt like when we walked in, there was a little bit of disorganisation. I got there a bit earlier than the girls and sort of no one was taking me to the right table. People were a bit like, um, yes, of course, you're over here. And I was like, okay, like, do you want me on? You know, that mm. feeling where you're like, you don't mm. feel loved by the wait staff. But then, so I have to jump in here and say that I feel like it just goes with the vibe of the whole place. Oh, as in hips to heaven. Hips to heaven. And <laughs> like, I love an attentive, well, in, you know. Moderation. moderation. But the right amount of attentiveness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But in this case, I'm just going to forgive them because I'm like, I understand the vibe of, like, I feel like <laughs> they'd be hired based on their personality almost. Like how cool they are. Oh, yeah. Cool everyone looked super freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, true. But I don't know if coolness makes a great wait staff. But like no. hipsters can still be organized and if you can't be like hire like, someone that can. Bees like a organized hipster. Oh, that's actually a compliment, guys. <laughs> she I would wishes. not. <laughs> oh, okay, and then there's the truth. There's the insight. Which one does she wish? She's no. not a hipster. <laughs> So, I wish I was a hipster. Yeah, of course she does. I'm way too anal to be a hipster. Yeah, yeah. and you're too much of a try-hard. Sorry, sweet. <laughs> Whoa. You're also too clean. Whoa. Sorry, is this like about me or is this about the restaurant? I'm not sure. I think we need to move on. We, I did have one really good wait staff that kept like topping up my water while you guys weren't there. And he was the one that kind of came and explained to us the menu. I suppose that does take us, though, to the wine menu because he was very attentive, talked me through all the different things. On top of the wine menu, it's quite an extensive front and back menu. It's got this beautiful 
pictures of cartoon snakes on either side of it. I thought that was quite cool. On the top of the menu, which really caught my eye was the pet gnats. So a good friend of mine has sort of got me into the pet gnat wines. And I think I've talked about them you know, a little while ago on the, on the show, but they're essentially a sparkling organic wine and they're naturally sparkling sitting similarly in that champagne sort of world. I think I want to try and make that my vibe. It's a real vibe. Like, it's a real hipster vibe. Well, no, yeah. but do you know how you wanted to make chilled red yours? I gave up on that, guys. <laughs> I feel like... Announcement. I feel like I want to try and make... Pet Nats yours. Pet Nats mine. Because I love champagne. I love sparkling. and But sometimes I would go a bit hard. And maybe if it was a more natural organic one, I wouldn't get as sick. And True. it's also a bit cheaper. So it's said to have the same size bubbles as French champagne, but it's mm. got that much cheaper price tag. Oh, okay. That does that it actually something. have that size bubble? <laughs> um, I mean, jury says slot on that one. Yeah, exactly right. So we were lucky enough that this nice waiter um, actually gave us a taste of the two pet nuts. Love a taste. And there was one that was a bit more of a sort of, I mean, a pinky white color, and then there was a, a Pinot Noir grape that we also got to try, so a more red wine based one. We went with the sort of more red wine one, which was the 2020 Ari's Natural Wine Co. And it sort of got the name here, which was Pata Trava. Now, what do we think? I thought it was really fun. I think purely we did go with that just because the colour looked great. Yeah, it's pretty. It was gorgeous. And also the flavour, quite acidic. Generally, mm. pet nuts are quite acidic. Didn't mind it? No, I had no qualms about it. I definitely preferred the taste of that one. Than the other one we tried? Yeah. Okay, that's good. And it, it had a hint of sweetness at the end. And I think that that also gets us over the line sometimes. I was going to say the other one was a bit drier. Mm. But it's good because... If you want, you can do what we did and try and see mm. how you go. They're very generous with that sort of thing. I really, really liked that energy and I feel like it set us up well for the yeah. evening. Yeah, And they let us finish the glass. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah. It would be dicky if they didn't, right? Yeah, because what do they normally do? Take it away? They're, yeah, sometimes they do, though. Yeah, they just throw like, down the sink. Yeah. Or maybe they drink it behind, <laughs> behind the bar. <laughs> but no, so we got a whole <laughs> bottle of that, which was just delightful. And then we moved on to the food course. Are we, are we there for the food? You're looking at me like maybe we're going. I'm going too fast. No, no, no. no. I think this is an appropriate speed. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by Bella's sunglasses. <laughs> Context <laughs> to tonight's recording is Bella is embarrassed about her pupils at different sizes. <laughs> Not so for any reason. She just has eye drops. Is wearing sunglasses <laughs> at night while recording. It's eye drops and they're like two years out of date. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, all right. I think that we need to take it to the food. Now, it's pretty great because there's sort of a new menu every day or every couple of days. So this one was dated the 20th and the 21st of January. I think it's really cool that they date all their menus. Yeah, I, I did like that. And this one it had a beautiful strawberry graphic at the background. Mm. The menu is really eclectic. It's got a mixture of all kinds of things. You've obviously got your oysters and your bread to start, but then it goes into a mix of, you know, comfy swordfish and then like bits of random salad, like a fresh vegetable salad. But then it also had a, a rich pork shoulder on rice at the end. So a very mixed mm. menu. Yeah, it was It was very overwhelming. It's definitely the place where you are scrolling through your Instagram to look at what everything looks like and looking at everybody else's dishes coming out, trying to guess what it is because you kind of can't picture it. Yeah, totally. And the, the issue with that being that they change it so regularly and the menu so seasonally is that the Instagram's not that helpful. No, yeah. very good point. And because we were so overwhelmed, we decided to start with the bread. Which was a whole saga in itself. <laughs> Seriously. It came out as two pieces, which is fine. I mean, I suppose. So fine, so fine. But, you know, we I said to the waitress, 
could we have a third piece? And you said it quite promptly. Like the bread comes down. It's got the beautiful black garlic butter there. You're like quickly, oh, would you mind? You know, and she was like, yep. Then what happened? She disappeared. <laughs> well, she didn't really disappear. She was walking around. Well, actually, no, Belle, that's a really good point. She did disappear. <laughs> she just continued walking around the restaurant for maybe 20 minutes. And I thought, are they baking the bread? <laughs> Are they slicing the bread? I mean, they could have been. Are they picking the wheat to go in the bread? <laughs> this bread is taking a lot of time. It was so funny. And then we had to eventually, after time, we eventually asked the nice wine waiter guy and he sort of followed up and finally got us the bread. But your bread came back and it was a bit smaller than ours. It was smaller. <laughs> and after all that awkwardness, it was then, oh, sorry, can we now trouble you for a knife? Like, are we meant to butter our bread with our fingers? <laughs> like... It was so awkward. And then when the mains came out, the same thing happened again. And we're like, oh, can we get a fork and a knife again? Like, it was just... Yeah. Oh, and then, sorry, can I have some water? <laughs> and then she was really quick to pick up my fork when I dropped it. Yeah, that, that, exactly. That's what I mean. They have like weird. Spider-Man reflexes on the weirdest stuff. But like a fork, a knife and my third bit of bread were just lost in translation i feel like that just really does explain it it's like you're going to get this experience it may not be exactly what you expect but it was still fun nonetheless oh 100 it was absolutely an experience so after we got past the bread saga we got stuck into the rest of the menu and we definitely could not go past the eggplant toast interesting that we chose it though because it was just one piece of toast with oh, beautiful sort of eggplanty dip on the top like could you kind of describe then, it as like an eggplant bruschetta yes you can. in terms of looks certainly yeah and then it was, just, it was just even, <laughs> it was just even better it was actually really good i was not expecting high things you know i'm not a super big lover of eggplant libby is an eggplant yeah bella chokes on their stalks um <laughs> throw back to season one guys and it came out and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I'm, oh, that, it just was really tasty. It was so mm. tasty. And I think it, those caramelized onions on the top yes. made it really, really yeah. delicious. And it had some sort of sauce as well. Yeah. Kind of holding it all together. And I don't, I couldn't put. Was it balsamic? No, it was kind of like a, a nut, like a nutty <laughs> butter. Can I say that? A nutty butter? You absolutely can. There's no other description on the menu. It sort of just says eggplant toast, but you know. Use your imagination, people. (laughs) Some nutty butter from some hipster Whole Foods store deep in Marrickville. There you go. That's actually, I heard that's exactly what it is. (laughs) When that came out, we also got the tomato salad. Now, B totally turned her nose up at it, but still let us get it anyway. I said, you know, grab it. I don't want it. It's disgusting. (laughs) But you were good for trying anyway. Proud of you. Libby made me try it like she's my mum. And he's like, proud of you. I'm like, I just... How old am I? You might change your mind one day. Like you might have a dish where you're like, you know what? I love tomatoes now. No, 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 no. Guys, 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 guys. I like tomato. Just not in its purest form. Yeah. So Come one on. day you will like them in its purest form. Well, and in fairness to be though, this was really tomatoes in all their beautiful glory. So there was big ox heart tomatoes, little cherry ones, all kinds of different colours, sitting on a beautiful plate with some peaches. I think I saw a tomberry in there. <laughs> Actually, I know. But what kind of got me was the tarragon that was sort of sprinkled on the top. It's such a strong flavour and it kind of took away a bit of the joy for me. Me too, because I feel like sometimes with tomatoes, you don't need to do much. No, and I think that they were trying to do that, but they had, they just tried a little bit too hard. Just with the, the fennel and the chili oil, it was all just a bit much. It was a bit much. So after La Tomatina happened, <laughs> we went to our last ditch, which we had a disagreement over. We certainly did. 
We certainly did. Essentially, I said, look, I'm happy for you guys to have the tomato, but my vote then is we get the pork shoulder, which also <laughs> is a weird request from me. But food lution, eat more pork. I know, but this food lution is taking over every freaking dish. Well, <laughs> Bella was not happy about that. Bella said... Swordfish. Swordfish. I want the confit swordfish. It had come out. It didn't look amazing. It didn't. It looked a bit... Because, I mean, confit is like when you cook something quite long and slow, but in a... Most of the time it's in clarified butter. And so it's like poached, but poached kind of in butter, I suppose. Gosh, that sounds good. That does actually sound good. (laughs) But like... It then had some lots of wet ingredients like aioli and all this stuff. It just looked pale, didn't it, when it came out? It looked pale. It's like when you're in the bath for too long (laughs) and then your hands start going white. Yeah, look, sort of. Um, So Bella stuck her back up and said, you know what? Well, let's ask what they think is better. And I was like, yeah, fine. I said this fully thinking. Fully thinking. She had full confidence that they were going to say the swordfish. We asked the guy, oh, pork shoulder. Pork shoulder for sure. She was was not happy. This is why you don't trust hipsters. (laughs) (laughs) I actually can't say anything. This is too funny. Please keep going. So we got the pork shoulder and. It was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. It wasn't amazing. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It was a, probably the least interesting dish for me. It comes out with the sort of classic, I suppose, the Chinese-influenced classic stylized rice. Mm. Here we go. We're just making all the connections now. <laughs> and then um, it had a fresh cucumbery salad with peanuts on the side and then the, the sort of slow-cooked pork on the other side. But just a bit – A bit of a nothing dish in what seemed like a banquet of rando dishes. Yeah, okay. And I'm surprised that the waiter suggested it. Out of all the other dishes that had a lot more th- things going on, a bit more interest, this Maybe was sort it was of the, the most expensive. No, no, it wasn't. Similar. Yeah, oh. they were they were exactly the same. I think so. It surprised me, but I um I like to try it. If I went back, I probably wouldn't get it though. That's the only thing I wouldn't get. Mm. Probably yeah. won't be on the menu. True. So I won't need to worry. So don't don't <laughs> fret, guys. Now I do want to call out a big highlight of the menu. Which was the dessert. Oh, absolutely. And you need to talk to this because I still am not really sure what happened. It literally looked like green slime. Well. It looked like Shrek snot. (laughs) (laughs) But it was beautiful. So what they're talking about is a beautiful pandan panna cotta. Now, pandan is a plant, I suppose, but it's essentially you use the leaves to get the colour and the taste. And it's a really neutral but quite delicious taste. Mm. It's only come to in my to my world in the last two years, but everywhere I've been seeing it, I've been trying to get it because I love it. Oh, so and pandan, get on it. Absolutely. And, and definitely something that, you know, at these places, like, um, you know, I always talk about donut puppy, but they have a pandan flavored donut. Oh, <laughs> so actually, I think I know what it looks like. Is pandan Chinese or Malaysian heritage? Yep. It is. There we okay, go. here, wow. now we're trying. Wow. We, we connected the final dot. <laughs> it's official. Well, I feel like that sums it up really well. And we should probably head to order off the menu, which is where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. B, bougie or basic? I don't know. I feel like it's a hipster bougie. There was just so many trendy people there. All vaping, by the way. Vaping (laughs) seems to be the new coolest thing to do. It's not that new, mate. Oh, my gosh. No, it's (laughs) – Okay, again, it's definitely not that new, but I think 
it's certainly like taken over venues. Like people were sitting there vaping and I was like, are you allowed to do that? Like people forget that vaping is like smoking. And no, now I'm going on a tangent. But People remember. <laughs> they just still try and do no, it. No, no, no. Bartenders and owners remember. People don't remember. No, they do. They just try and get away with it. All right. Well, we're not here to be the police. <laughs> we're not talking about that. We're not here to do that. Bougie smoking kills. Basic um, Beatrice. Bougie. Nice. Not what you were expecting? No, I think that's sort of right. It's got the, you know, the art on the wall that sort of adds an element of bougie. The food, in terms of the food style, is certainly a bougie style. Like, I don't think you could rock up there in your exercise gear. No. No. You know, and that's kind of where I'm placing it in my mind. Unless you were like, you added some like stompers and stuff. Yeah, some, unless like... it was like a Princess Diana bike shorts with like <laughs> yeah. your Doc Martin sandals and a top and a chain. You're like, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm just paying out everyone now. <laughs> Even yourself. Partly kind myself. Of. <laughs> I was wearing a chain. I rocked up in chains, didn't I? <laughs> you were dripping in chains. Ah, 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 ah. All right, Belle. Okay. Mate or date? I feel this one's probably obvious. Well, to me, anyway, date. I feel like... Ooh, no, oh, I agree. Yeah, and I knew you would because I feel like it's a place that you would take someone on a date. I actually really, really want to take Jack there. I completely agree with you. Yeah. I, I want to be taken there. I can okay. see that. I can see both of you getting a nice date there. I feel like it's the perfect spot for a date. People yeah. listening, if you're bored, you want a good time, <laughs> I'm very single. Slide into our DMs. I'll hook you up with their numbers. Don't worry about it. Yeah, numbers a bit strong, Lib. Just slide into my DM. Don't slide into someone else's DM to get a bloody number. I mean, I feel like that happens all the time. But no, you can definitely go. It's a chill vibe. You know, you can have drinks. You can drink all the organic wine that you want. And you're right on Oxford Street. It's pretty central. Perfect. I think that's it. It's easy to get to, isn't it? And like you're sort of exposed I mean, it doesn't have that element of like the darkness that we have tended to like about no. day vibes. It's sexy vibes. I agree. And, you know, I think that makes up for it not being in the dark. Okay. So, yeah. I'm happy with that. It's a good one. Date vibes. Yeah. So, speaking of taking Jack there, dollars for dishes, Libby. <laughs> How much am I paying? Is yeah. that really- <laughs> <laughs> so, this one cost us $51 a head. Is that right? Correct. And it's quite expensive for a midweek dinner. Yeah. But it's hard. We got a whole bottle of wine and the bottle of wine was $65. But the meals are expensive. You know, each meal minimum is is 20 or $18. And then yeah, you're hitting it's not cheap. the bigger, you know, the, the final dish that we got, or not the dessert, but the pork shoulder was 30 That's actually really expensive. It's really expensive. So it's hard because the vibe was great and the, you know, the energy and being there, it makes you definitely, definitely want to go back. But you have to go back when you're in a period of feeling a bit rich. Mm. So sitting with that, as I will, I'll do one of these ones that I hate doing, but it's sitting at a three out of five for value for money. Okay, lower than I thought, but I agree. Cool. I I think that it's just, it is quite expensive. So I don't think that I could be putting it any higher, even though I think it's definitely worth a visit. Okay, so I've got a three out of five, a bougie vibe. And it's date, date, date all the way. That takes us to food features and fails, which is where we discuss, lament, cry over a really great food feature or just a terrible fail from our week. Who would like to start us off, ladies? Me, me. Libby has got her hand up. (laughs) I want to start us off because I feel like it's relevant to all of you. 
Oh, love some relevance. Okay. By all of you, I just mean both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all about personalities. Well, that's true. <laughs> Actually, really true. I want to feature <laughs> a meal that I got late Saturday night after we'd been partying all day. We had a booking at the Unicorn. Thankfully, Beatrice booked us in at the Unicorn. Oh, stress. Stressful. Got there, looked at the menu. In the entree section, there was a barbecued iceberg lettuce dish. We all know how I feel about iceberg lettuce. Love it. Yeah. Mm. Went for it. Awesome. Oh, really good. It's really Came, good. Really good. Came out two wedges of charred black iceberg lettuce covered in all kinds of seeds and nuts with this beautiful cashew butter sort of smeared on the bottom. Yum. It was just really good and really random. Yeah, this I'm going to say. a really good memory for you at this time of night. Was. You added to the rogueness of the night because I think I got there after you. And I just remember walking to the back. You know, I've had a couple drinks and I see Libby just like chomping down on like burnt lettuce. <laughs> okay. And I was Wait, like, could up. this get night get any weirder? We came in the same Uber. I don't know where you're coming from. No, and, <laughs> no, and, and this is where I get really confused because we were in the same Uber and yet I feel like I walked in in a time warp because <laughs> lettuce was at the table. <laughs> Let's just say. Yeah, I, yeah I, I knew what I wanted. I got it. I got it quick. Came around pretty quickly. So I'm not surprised. You're probably dilly-dallying talking to the bouncers or someone like that. You know what, actually? Someone else got the Mary's Burger, which I've heard at the Unicorn is like a must. Well, that's the thing. Like the Unicorn is such a random joint, but it's food there. Time and time again when I've been, because I used to live even closer than I do now to mm. it. And we occasionally went for just like a midweek dinner. And it's actually really good food. Not a place that would strike me as having really good food. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. Last time I went, I got like half a head of cauliflower. I always go for these weird things. You're so weird. <laughs> and, it was, and it was so good. So like, look, this is just a general shout out to the food at the unicorn. Stunning feature for you. And I'm going to piggyback off yours. Okay. With a fail, I think, for myself. Oh. Okay. Talk because I also decided to get a late night feed on Saturday. <laughs> And I just obviously could not go past Indian Home Diner. Oh, good. You know, I'm feeling uh, good. This isn't a fail. Well, no, oh, no, it's a fail on me because I walked in. I was very overwhelmed. It had been a very long day. Everyone's yelling at me. I was like, what's the best one? Couldn't remember <laughs> what I liked. Hadn't been in ages. Number seven. Got number seven. Went home, took one bite. It sat on a plate on my bedside table till the next morning till I threw it out. <laughs> oh, no, me. And Prudence even said, oh, what did you get? Number seven. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, know. I did that number yeah, seven. Is it like cheesy naan or something good? It's like the cheesy naan with butter chicken. I think it's their most popular. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm disappointed at myself because Indian Home Diner is bloody delicious. It was a waste of money and food. Yeah. Uh, look, I I thought this was going to be a feature, but it certainly sounds like a fail, B. Leaving Indian Home Diner next to your bedside table, I am disappointed in you. But this is classic you just taking one bite and then leaving, passing it out. Oh, <laughs> this is like... Mexico vibes all over again. Let's not go there. We are not going there at all. Belle, do you have a little feature to round us out for the evening? I do have a little bit of a feature. So this is for my Bondi ciders. So if you're ever at Tuck Shop. Okay, where's Tuck Shop? In Bondi somewhere. At Bondi Junction. Kind of like on Bronte Road, I think it is. So anyway, if you are there, you need to get the cheese and pickles toasty. So it's got like three different cheeses on it. Oh, that sounds good. Pickles and this... Type of ham that I can't really pinpoint, but it's been on the menu since the start of time. Apparently, we'll never go off the menu. It's that good. So if you are there, try it. Stunning. I love that. Pickles are a vibe. They really are. 
so good. I'm just showing pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. We're getting picks up. It looks amazing. Really Stunning. useful for an audio medium for us to get picks up. <laughs> but, you know, you should do the same if you're sitting on the bus listening to the podcast. Just Google Tup Shop. You'll see it on their Instagram. <laughs> Well, that's a really good feature, Belle, and getting people out to Bondi, you know, why not? Support tourism in New South Wales. Um, (laughs) And you know what? If you are on the bus or on your way to work or on the ferry, please leave us a review, give us a rating, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you're just sitting at your home listening to the podcast, also give us a subscribe. (laughs) And you know what? If you're sitting at the beach and you feel like... (laughs) Looking at some pics, then you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.